Hello, my lovely, and welcome to the ADHD Entrepreneur. My name is Carrie, and I'm your host and the chief weirdo of Carrie Out Loud. I'm so glad that you found the podcast. And as a woman with ADHD who mentors women with ADHD, I am here to help you harness the traits you contend with and show you how to work with them and not against them. So that way your business will grow and thrive with a lot less stress and overwhelm and you can have a lot more fun. So if that's your jam, you're in the right place. Let's get started. See you on the inside. Hello, my lovely, and welcome back to the ADHD Entrepreneur. My name is Carrie. I'm your host extraordinaire, <laughs> Chief Weirdo of Carrie Out Loud, and I welcome you. If you're new, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you found me, and we are going to have a really great topic today. But before we get rolling officially, I want to let you know that I am officially on YouTube. I will link in the show notes um, where the YouTube channel is. This is a big deal because I have not gone outside of Instagram the entire time I've been there. So this is a little bit of a, a leap for me, but I'm very excited to do this and I'm hoping to spread um, these messages farther and wider. So more women who have later diagnosis with ADHD or just have been diagnosed with ADHD and who own a business know that they're not alone and that they're on this road with a lot of women. <laughs> so um, I wanted to start by saying that I recorded this episode already about an hour and a half ago. And I went to listen to it and my microphone wasn't plugged in. I mean, it was plugged in, but it did not record. <laughs> so I like, okay, I'm going to take a moment, gather myself, because shit happens, technology happens. I think that there's a cord that is loose. So I think I'm going to have to check on that. Um, I was just talking about that with my son today. He may have to come over here and help me with a little bit of a setup. But um, it's really funny because, well, I'm going to, this is an ADHD episode. I have business episodes that are about ADHD and business and some are that are just more personal, more about ADHD itself, later diagnosis information, education. That's how I roll. So I want to make sure that I have content and information for everyone, not just business owners. Um, so I'm just glad you're here. And I'm glad that it got deleted because there was something else I was supposed to bring you. And I discovered it while I was eating dinner. <laughs> so um, I'm back here to share with you. But first thing, I was looking through memories recently on my phone and it came up my very first day I recorded my very first time was April 29th 2022 so that was a day where I started the podcast and I remember this so vividly I remember sitting there I was on the floor in my room and I was sitting there staring at the microphone like and my mind was thinking are you going to talk or do I have to go first? Like that's, I hit record, like the microphone was magically going to somehow interview me or something like that. It was very odd feeling to hear your own voice. You hear it in your head, but you don't really hear it on a microphone. So I came across that. And it's interesting because if you haven't been around very long, um, this podcast started as Women Out Loud. 
And then I changed it to the anxious entrepreneur. And then when I had my ADHD diagnosis, I knew, I knew hands down that I was going to change it again. Uh, And I'm not going to be changing it anymore, at least not for a really long time (laughs) or anytime in the foreseeable future, because you are the women that I am here to talk to. I know for a fact why my feet are placed where they are, why I've learned everything I've learned, why I've been through everything I've been through, and why I'm here to help you navigate a little bit, whether it's through knowledge about ADHD and women, or it's business advice for women with ADHD. I'm going to give you a little bit of both. Um, But I wanted to share why I changed this <laughs> from what I had previously recorded. While I was eating dinner, I was swiping through my um, screenshots, which you know, if you have ADHD, you take screenshots all the time and you never go back and look at them or very rarely. Like you mean to screenshot something and, and share it and then you don't because uh, that's how our brains work sometimes. And uh, my medication has worn off for the day. So <laughs> I, I know that I'm a little bit more in my um, normal neurospicy state right now. And as I was sliding through, I realized I'm like, you know, this is going to be that a personal episode, a more personal episode with a little bit more of a talk from me to you about what you may be going through right now. And especially getting a recent diagnosis. Um, whether it's a re-diagnosis or a brand new diagnosis. And earlier today, my friend put up a question box and she wrote, you, it, it said, you meet your 18-year-old self, you're allowed to say three words. What are they? And I remember I was in my car on the way home from the gym and I was I typed something in like, you'll be fine, Some, something like that. And then I deleted, I'm like, no, I'm going to give this a little bit more thought. And what came to me was, you'll find yourself. And that's what I'm supposed to talk to you about today. (laughs) That you are going to find yourself. You're going to find underneath all the layers of neurology that doesn't work properly all the time. As you start doing perhaps cognitive behavioral therapy or getting into community with other women who have ADHD, whether they are in business or not, having access to resources, more resources than you had because you had been diagnosed with depression or anxiety and you were being treated for those things when that's not actually what was wrong. So for me to write, you'll find yourself. It was me talking to me, but I realize that it's also me talking to you. I chose the medication route. I knew, I knew in my gut it was going to be a monumental thing for my life. It is a personal choice whether you do medication or not, therapy, you know, there's so many different things that you can do and use and supplements. I don't know them. You definitely can talk to your doctor. There are things that are out there that are known to help with functioning and focus um, that are natural. So whatever route it is that that you choose to go, um, 
it's okay. But what I will tell you is along this journey, you will find you. The you that you've been searching for for all of these years. The you that you haven't understood. The pieces and parts of you that you could not put together. Why? Why is it this way? I remember before I went back to my doctor the second time to press and get a diagnosis or not, that there were things that didn't fit. I knew for a fact there were things that did not fit under the treatment I was getting. And they were causing some serious issues, <laughs> you know, like they were causing some big time issues in my life. I could still run my business. I've been running businesses since, you know, half my life. And I did so much of that without any treatment because people with ADHD have fucking grit and we are resilient, period. We keep going. We have to find a way. We have to stand back up. We have to keep going and trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. A lot of women get diagnosed when a kid gets diagnosed because it's hereditary. Pretty interesting. A lot of women get diagnosed when they have children and it's not just them. They have to try to manage all those little tricks and things that you've been able to do before kids, you can't do those anymore, or it doesn't work for you anymore, or the loudness that children can bring and the overstimulation and the need, it just, it can be then. It can be like me, where you're being treated for 12 years and you're like, I know, I know in my gut something is different. This is not, this ain't it. <laughs> and so the best part is that this has been six months now since I was re-diagnosed. I am 50 now. I was diagnosed at 49. The average age is 37 of women who get late diagnosis. That's the median Today I was on Instagram. I saw an article from a woman who was 70 freaking eight, 78. Can you imagine living 78 years of your life and being like, oh, now it all makes sense, <laughs> you know, but she was happy to find out, you know what I mean? Like she finally figured that part of her life out. Some people don't want to know. Some people never try to get a diagnosis. They, they, they actually self-diagnose because you take enough tests, you see enough things where you're just like, yeah, this is so it. I knew when I read that this was it. I knew it. Like every single thing. I checked every fucking box. And I was like, mm hmm, okay. But I wanted a formal diagnosis because I wanted to get medication. And once I got on medication, <sighs> that was a huge exhale because it was a life changer. Not a game changer, like, you know, we, we say things are game changers in business for sure, you know, but this was like a life-changing thing. It changed relationships. It changed how I related to other people. It changed the way that my mind processed things. It It's like I'm meeting myself at 50 because the version of me 
that has been here all these adult years was not fully myself. And I jokingly call it my 2.0 wiring with meds because I feel like a 2.0 version and not necessarily just in a business way. I have had to seek out growth. I have had to seek out different ways to try to process life. I've had to learn how to set alarms and use things like this time cube. I'm holding it up if you're on YouTube. If not, I send me a message. I'll show it to you. It's a great little tool that I use to gamify <laughs> doing certain things, putting time limit on myself and getting stuff done as quickly as I can. Um, but I had all these tricks and these little things that I would do. And everyone else would be like, what the fuck is that? Why do you set your alarm 30 minutes fast or 25 or whatever, random minutes fast over 20? Don't you remember that it's fast? I'm like, well, yes and no. It worked for me. I stopped being late. The formats, I stopped being late. I hated being late. I felt it was a disrespect to other people's time, but I was constantly late. So you know what that does? It makes you beat yourself up. Why are you so fucking late? It was five minutes every time, five minutes, almost every single time. And I hated that because I hated making another person feel like I was disrespecting them. Even though they may not have felt that way. I felt that way. I didn't like it. But it was something I, I, I had so much trouble trying to get under control until I figured out a little trick. And it was years of figuring out these little tricks. And finally, I was like, this is some fucked up stuff. Like, this isn't right. Especially after my doctor said, well, we just have to get your anxiety under control. Um, excuse me. It's been 12 years. What more do we need to do? I was angry with that answer. I was fucking furious with that answer, actually. And over these last six months, I have gone through the gamut of emotions. I talked about that. I'm even sharing right now 10 different emotions that come with getting a new ADHD diagnosis in my, um, in my grid on Instagram. I'm doing a couple a week and different things that you may feel and think are different things you may experience. Some that I personally experienced, some that others have shared with me that they experience, and a little bit of information about each one of those because it is going through every emotion all at one time. And you're overloaded with so much information. But when I saw today, you'll find yourself. And what I'm telling you is that through that process, whether it's the first couple months, the first year, however long it takes you, you're going to find your rhythm. You're going to find your groove. You're really going to find yourself. And the self-loathing goes down so much. That not understanding, why can't I just da-da-da-da? I've said that so many times before on this podcast and in my life. Why can't I just, uh? Because, because there are certain things in my brain that don't connect right when my meds aren't on, or if I'm not able to function in a certain way, you just, 
treat it like it's your personality. And so many of these things that you contend with are not your personality. And one of the things you need to know is the reason that your anxiety meds or your depression meds may not be working is because it may not be one of those things. Now, I still have anxiety. I still take anxiety medication, but I have been able to lower it with my doctor. Everything is with my doctor. I am not a medical professional. I am here to talk about personal experience only, but everything I do is under the supervision of an MD. That is how I go, how I roll. Even though my MD was wrong, I advocated for myself. I got to the right place. I had to push for me. That is why I found myself. And it was that process. Oliver says hi in the background, by the way, in case you hear some barking, <laughs> my coworker. Um, but through that process, you're going to discover things about yourself that weren't there before. You're going to grieve an old version of yourself that you didn't know you had to do that. You're going to feel a lot of different things. And what I want to ask you, plead with you, beg you to do before I um, wrap this up shortly is let yourself feel them. Please don't try to avoid them. You're going to want to avoid them like the plague. You're going to want to be like, I just want to get through to the other side. I just want to keep moving. Da, 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 da. You're going to say all kinds of things to yourself so you can go around the emotions. But I'll tell you, if you go around the emotions, eventually you're going to have to go through them. That's the only way you get through something is to go through it. And so if you can allow yourself to feel the gamut of emotions that comes with this I promise you, I promise you, there will be a moment where you have peace. It will happen. I know it will. Will every day be rainbows and lollipops and sunshine? No, of course not. We have ADHD. I'm not underrating that and saying that having it is a... Um, I started initially to be like, it's a superpower it's not so much that it's a superpower. It's just like we have these traits that are freaking rad. We can do things with them. We can harness them. We can flip things and we can make it better and we can use neurology and we can use our neuroplasticity. Look up that word. It's a great, it's a, something you want to know about. It's how we can change our brains by thinking things and saying things over and over again until we build new pathways in our brain. But we're still going to have certain things we're going to contend with. And that's okay to accept, just to accept it. But it's going to take time. It's going to take time. And I didn't want to hear that. No one really said this is going to take time. No one really said much of anything, really. And as I was kind of navigating it, I was kind of holding up blocks and walls as, and, and staying inside and just trying to navigate all of that myself. And if that's how you choose to do it, to go inside so that you can come out the other side, then that's that's the, that's fine. But go through the emotions. Don't try to stop them. You might cry. You might get mad. You might get frustrated. You may get pissed at your doctor. I was initially pissed at my doctor like it was his fucking fault. No, it was just his fault that he didn't have the proper medical training. <laughs> and a lot of doctors don't. And so I just want to encourage you, 
from one ADHD woman at 50 years old who got diagnosed six months ago to another, that's you, to just keep going, keep seeking, keep figuring out, and you'll find yourself. You'll find your fullest, most bright, most technicolor version of you, the most beautiful you. And you've been there all along, but now you have resources, support. You can find community, medication, supplements. There's so many things available to you, like I spoke about at the beginning. That's an overwhelming road to navigate. Have community. Let people tell you certain things about what it's like, because that will all help you come home to your body and finally feel whole. Stop being so angry, annoyed, everybody walking on eggshells around you because you can't figure out what's wrong with you. And in the end, nothing's wrong with you. You have a medical condition, like a heart murmur. (laughs) And you have to figure out how to navigate it through your lifetime. There isn't a cure, but man, there's so much shit you can do now that you have the information. And I just hope that this inspires you as opposed to make you feel like I have ADHD. You get to say I'm living with ADHD with it. It's a roommate in your mind. <laughs> it's, it's sharing space in your body. And you get to learn now how to navigate it because information is everything. Now you have the information. Now you get to make choices based on the proper information and that change so much for you. I'm so glad you're here. If you know anyone who needs to hear this, please send it to them. There are so many women out there suffering right now because they don't understand what's going on. Let's help them. You can even just tell them, (laughs) say something to them, recommend it, whatever you want to do. If it's not me, someone else, but you know, if it's you, You'll find your way. I, I, I promise you'll find your way. It's, it's going to be a little bit of a roller coaster, but you'll get there because you're resilient and you have grit and you've always stood back up. You've survived 100% of your hardest fucking days so far. Just remember that. Okay. I see you. I love you. I'm rooting for you always. Definitely stay weird, (laughs) stay rad, and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Oh, hey, you're still here. Well, thank you for listening all the way through the episode. And I would like to ask a little favor of you because I'm trying to get to as many women with ADHD as possible. Please like, share, subscribe, give a five-star review, and... You could even post a screenshot in your stories and tag me so that I can thank you because the more women that this podcast gets to, the more we can help women like us. So thank you so much for sticking around till the end and I hope you have a great day. I'll see you next time. Bye.